So yes, we are back once again for another Cinema Project podcast conversation. Uh, we have one of our favorite people uh, joining us today, one of our super favorite people um, who has been an, a very instrumental uh, part of cinema coming into fruition and, and helping us with our with our just overall operations. Uh, it's been like just a great partner. Um, we, we're talking about this guy, you know, just this uh, you know this this super cool guy, this humble guy, you know, you know Chris Escobar is a very humble guy, even though you know, he's the executive director of the Atlanta Film Society, um, and you should definitely know what that is because that's why that's how we're able to get the Atlanta Film Festival every year because he's overseeing like those operations throughout the year. Um, also, the owner uh, and managing and, and a you know member of um, the uh, Plaza Theater, you know, since uh, 2017, uh, the, the, the Terra Theater, uh, you know, which is, a, which is a new thing this year, um, but also Georgia State University grad, which is why, you know, it's also near and dear to the heart of cinema, you know, which is where, uh, you know, that's our heartbeat, Georgia State University, um, you know, BA in film and video, um, you know, also went back for his master's, uh, communication. So, you know, we're going to get into all of that kind of stuff and uh, advisory councils and just, just very seasoned guy. You know, we, we have Chris Escobar, you know, that's just starting the bar, you know, being super high for this podcast, man. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> great to chat with you. Absolutely, man. So, um, so man, this is pretty cool, man. As, as, as you obviously know, cinema uh, amazing workforce development project program where we're helping young creatives, you know, figure out how to make their way into the television and film industry. At one point in time, um, that was you. You know, you're you're now fully immersed in the space. But um, just from the perspective of being a young creative, you know, once you sort of wrap your mind around the idea of getting into the television and film space, man, just imagine like. What what would something like uh, cinema have meant for you then? Yeah, I mean, uh, so yeah, so I mean, quick quick background. Like, I I come from I'm a first generation American, meaning the you know my my parents, my mom was not born in this country, and uh, so I come from an immigrant family, working class family. I grew up on free and reduced lunch. Um, you know, we actually moved to Georgia so that way uh, I could have access to the Hope Scholarship because that was going to be the only way of being able to go to college. So, you know, I, you know, I come from a, a working class uh, family and, um, <clears throat> and, and so, you know, not someone who has all the connections or all the means or anything like that. So a program like the cinema project, you know, would have, would have been a huge kind of uh, open door uh, to be able to work in this industry that I, you know, uh, have such a dream and a passion for. Um, and so, you know, that's the whole idea is that this program is, is, a, is a door open uh, that's being held open by people who have been able to, um, you know, have uh, a career in the industry and with the industry and things like that. And, and so, you know, it's not just the Georgia State University and Film Society staff who help administer it. It's all of the incredible industry experts and people who uh, open their act, literal physical doors because we're able to visit these places, as well as the people who come and visit and are able to engage with the students. 
um, you know, opening the door of their time and their calendar, you know. Um, so this is the community coming together, um, ultimately conducted and orchestrated by Georgia State University and the Crim Center, but uh, kind of an unprecedented level of access directly targeted at people who have the least access. Um, and so this is this is an incredible program that I'm just so proud to be a part of. I knew it would have been, you know, uh, a dream come true for me to be a part of it as a student. So that I have the chance to just be one piece of helping it be available for people who, you know, were in a situation that I can really identify with is is amazing. Absolutely. And so uh, you definitely are one of those great examples of why this program makes so much sense because you went through the motions, uh, you know, as a creative, um, being fortunate to be in a space when even when you made your way to Georgia State as an undergrad, you already, you know, focused, you, you know, you, you majored, um, you know, in film um, and, and video. So this particular program is designed for those that aren't necessarily enrolled in college um, that, you know, cause college isn't for everyone. Um, you know, you also, aside from the experience that you got in school, you've done, you know, apprenticeships. We talked about uh, offline, your experience over at Georgia public broadcasting. So just based on you going the more of a traditional route, and you know what we're able to provide for these students that are selected in this 20-week program like what what are some of the things uh that's for those that don't know like man you know you guys are sort of getting a cheat code the ones that are participating in this program like what, what are some of those comparisons just based on the traditional route that you went and what we're able to give these uh these students that participate in these cohorts uh for well and yeah, and I just want to clarify, it, you know, it's this isn't exactly just an all. It's not really an alternative for people instead of college because it's not for everyone. I mean, it it is um, it is ultimately because this might be a stepping stone towards college. It's ultimately mm. about people who either uh, can't, couldn't, want to, don't want to, aren't sure if you know. It's people who have not had the opportunity one way or another to to go to a college program uh, and to really be able to create some exposure and open some doors in a few different directions. And one of those directions might be, you know, for what you want to do, you don't need to go to college. You can go straight into the workforce. Another one might be you start a small business and another one might be for what you want to do. Yes. The next step maybe should be college. Right. And, and, and we make that a little less scary. We make that a little bit more clear about that only makes sense. If you're, what you're trying to get is this, this, and this, and here's what you can expect and here's what that's going to take and that sort of thing. But I mean, when, when I, you know, I started college uh, just, uh, just under 20 years ago and it was easier to get in. It was e like the, well, uh, here in Georgia, the hope scholarship, it was easier to qualify. Um, and so that in, in just that, you know, 20 year period has become harder, has become more competitive you know, so the, those opportunities are not the same. And so that's part of the reason why help is even more needed. In addition to the fact that now the work opportunities for those who can get there are greater than they were back then. The number of job opportunities is significantly higher. There's the industry here has grown by more than 10 times uh, from what it was 20 years ago. So um, so it is in one ways. If, if you're the least connected and the, and have the least opportunities available to you, 
harder to go on to the next step like college or technical school and at the same time there is more jobs right so there's just this like the, the 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 there is less of a bridge but there's more on the other side of it right so all the more reason why a program like this is is necessary um but the overall perspective we try and do is you know over the course of the program create a lot of exposure across all the various opportunities there there are in the film industry you know obviously what there is a lot of is working on set say uh and there's you know you know can can be you know hundreds of people who actively work on a, on a live action you know scripted film or television set uh but then there's even more opportunities you know adjacent to that in the production services side uh, after that in post-production you know all, all so the idea is great exposure towards all of the possibilities right and then also make it more tangible it's not you know um kind of abstract and, and seem distant but it's like here is a specific company here is a specific person here's what they do here's how they got there here's what their start is here's what their skills are here's where they were able to gain those skills like really be able to break it down so it becomes more tangible and then we hone in on a little bit more of here's uh some of the uh, abilities where people have the chance to get some um gain some skills that they're going to be able to use and then even more focused okay so now you have a chance to be able to prove you have those skills and and be able to have something to show for it at the end of it that's an ultimately the the focus of the program overall um and it's evolved over the you know this is we we just completed the third cohort um, and it's evolved over those three cohorts, uh, and, and it will continue to evolve as the needs of the industry change, as the opportunities change, as the access of people that we can work with as a part of the program will evolve. Um, it will continue to you know, be a part of um, what is necessary for today and for giving people um, the ability to go out and take, you know, as soon as, as they're done with the program and move on to the next steps of either being hired and crew, going to start a small, you know, media uh, production company or pursue higher education. Absolutely. The is they're, they're brought to those to those uh, doors and they can choose which one they walk through. Absolutely. So serving as the uh, executive director over at the Atlanta Film Society, as I mentioned, just amazing partnership between uh, the Atlanta Film Society and, and cinema. Um, Based on your role, um, you know, as executive director and, you know, being, you know, extremely hands on, uh, you know, you know, creatively and, you know, being on the advisory board for cinema as well. Uh, sort of walk us through, you know, some of the hard and soft skills once someone actually gets into the program. Um, you know, we have a PA Academy, yeah. you know, we're, yeah. uh, you know, you know, doing everything from, uh, you know, animation and, you know, uh, how to, you know, do an elevator pitch to, sure. uh, you know, formulating your emails, your, you know, just follow up. Like, right. talk us, talk us through, like, what, what are some of the things that these kids can expect going through this program? Yeah. So um, first on the, with the hard skills. So again, the idea is um, being able to have folks leave the program knowing exactly the things they need to be able to do to take those first steps, right? So we look at that, for instance, in crew, as you mentioned, um, the students go through the PA Academy. And so they're able to go through two 12-hour uh, intensive production simulation days and are, are able to do, uh, and, you know, basically learn 
radio etiquette, learn uh, some of the set terminology, learn the things that a production assistant, which is an entry-level position in film and TV production, uh, would need to know to be higher ready, right? Um, it's also about realizing the various departments uh, that are on a crew and what, uh, what a PA does and how that changes depending on the department that they're working with. Um, so that's, that's an example. Um, being able to how, you know, learn how to uh, pitch yourself as, as a crew person and how to navigate and be able to, uh, especially for folks starting out, you know, it's like there's always this kind of chicken or egg of like, in order to get hired, you need experience. In order to get experience, you need to be hired. So, you know, how you can lean on and reference the experience you might have that's not working on crew to be able to market yourself as someone who can uh, pursue those opportunities, right? Um, in the small business kind of route and path we talked about, we, we focus on some of the basics of camera work, of lighting, of editing, so that someone could, you know, light, shoot, and uh, conduct a professional interview, right? Um, so we, we talk about things like that, right? So uh, that's one of the kind of most basic universal things that might be used across reality television and journalism and documentary filmmaking and, you know, content client work, like that kind of stuff. Um, it's a, you know, a, a talking head type interview, not too dissimilar from what we're doing right now um, is, is, is a very useful uh, skill to have. Right. And it's a good little uh, focus point of let's talk about the basics of camera. Let's talk about the very basics of lighting. Let's talk about the very basics of, of editing. Um, now, some, no, no one is going to be hired on a big commercial crew and been and be handed a camera, right? That's not the, so what we're talking about is, the ability to walk in with the first abilities in a very ver different variety of scenarios um, and be able to start entry level and be successful. Um, now the soft skills is an important thing, especially for, again, people who have not been afforded of opportunities, maybe not had necessarily e examples of people working at a professional level, you know, and if they've, if they've had work before, it's been, you know, it's been, you know, fast food, it's been stuff like that where, you know, there has not been a lot of modeling necessarily for them um, or examples of what they're going to work in a very different, largely freelance based industry, right? And so what that means in terms of, uh, of networking, what that means in terms of what's expected of you in terms of timeliness, in terms of how you're conducting yourself, in you know, like there's a lot in between the lines that has to be expanded on and elaborated and, and uh, until somebody has that opportunity the next best thing is being able to kind of open up here's what this is like here's what you need to be able to do here's how you need to be able to talk and talk about yourself here's how you need to conduct yourself right um th that's some of the stuff that some of the professionals we bring in are able to elaborate on in a very frank and real and honest way absolutely so when you think about Hard skills, soft skills, extremely important, right? Extremely important. Uh, another one of the great things that I love about this program is uh, not only do we make it a point to where every kid that comes out of this program, you know, making their way into at least an internship, if not, you know, some form of work. Uh, you, you provide opportunities at the uh, you know, Atlanta Film Festival to get some, you know, get some real work experience over there. Uh, but one thing that I love most about this program is the relationships. A lot of the people that we're bringing in, 
you know, to help teach these sessions, to, you know, for the training you're in, in the places that we're going into, like these are real relationships oh, yeah. that otherwise, you know, these uh, young creatives who are looking to get to the industry probably wouldn't have. Speak on that just based on your experience and what relationships yeah. have met, uh, you know, as you continue to build and grow and, you know, what that means for these students to have that type of access. Yeah. So, well, first I'll start with, you know, the expression that I think most people have heard, which is it's all who you know, right? Um, and, and I mean, to an extent, that's true. Um, I think it's a little more nuanced than that. Um, you've got to be able to have the skills, the work ethic, um, the talent, but also if nobody knows that and nobody knows you, doesn't matter, right? Uh, and at the same time, flip side is it's not actually only your network and you knowing people. You've also got to be able to deliver. You've also got to be able to perform the job given, right? And so the idea is we're, we want to try and uh, bolster people and ready people with both, right? Um, and so over the course of the program, they're not just hearing this information, being able to get some examples of these skills. Part of why we bring in all these people is that they now have a little bit of face time with all these different um, working professionals in the industry across a variety of parts of the industry that they can, uh, they can get their contact information. They can uh, reconnect with them. They can, you know, uh, pr you know, pursue opportunities with them. They can start to form a relationship. There's a, there's a more important expression that's taught during the program, which is you got a network to get work. Right. Um, and again, because of the very freelance nature of this industry, you know, people or, or the other one is your network is your net worth, right? Like these are, these are ultimately, you know, uh, sayings that are a good little example of how vital and important that is. But that's not something that you're, if you don't, if you're not born with it, oh, never mind, you're done. No, abs in, in fact, it's the opposite, right? This is, it, this is like a garden you have to tend to. And you always have to be you know, not only meeting new people uh, across, you know, at your level, above your level, people who you might create opportunities for, um, but that you've got to you've got to be connecting with those people and you know and, and and tend to those relationships and stay in touch and revisit and that you know that happens at events it happens on your own it happens uh, you know crossing paths of work experience but it's realizing that ultimately all of this is <clears throat> trust that is facilitated through relationships right it's it's it, you know it's it's a non financial credit score. Uh, and, and, uh, and so how people work with you, uh, the kind of people that have worked with you, what kind of projects you are, you know, all of that matters as an indicator of what someone could expect from saying, okay, let's hire that person. Um, and so that's huge. Um, and, and, you know, every, every one of these productions, you know, is essentially a new business that then goes away and a new one is started and a new one is started. Um, and it's done by people you know, decentralized, meaning every department is hiring for the people in that department. Um, and so it, it means that there's, there can be opportunities to work in different areas. But uh, ultimately, if, if the person who's making that hire decision isn't someone who knows you directly, the next best thing is they're talking with someone who does, right? And so point being is that's always something you can, you can grow and build on is that network. And it's not always clear 
when you're starting out, how you even start to do that, right? Uh, and so what we try and do over the course of the program is not only demystify and, and give some of those examples, but create some of those opportunities over the course of the program. Yeah, I can't emphasize enough the importance of that, man, that part of it, the relationships. Um, I mentioned before that aside from being a great partner uh, through the Atlanta Film Society, uh, between the great partnership that, you know, that, that we just have with you, um, you know, with Cinema, you know, also on the advisory board for Cinema. Um, you know, you and I are also on the advisory board for the Morehouse Human Rights Film Festival. And I'm talking about relationships. You're also on an advisory board for the city of Atlanta, more relationships. So this isn't something that's like, okay, it's just an entry level concept. You know, this is something that you're going to be doing throughout your whole career. Yeah. Just absolutely. looking to figure out ways to create and hone just amazing relationships that are going to turn into the next gig and the next opportunity on so many different levels. Uh, one of the things I, I wanted to ask you next was, uh, as I mentioned, uh, you all, you know, do the Atlanta Film Festival. Um, man, thousands and thousands of films have, you know, come through this festival. Um, you know, tons of events that happen at the festival every single year, tons of people being hired, so many different levels. Um, you know, you've also, you know, had your own production company, like for yourself, even as a employer, like what are some of the things that you look for? You know, what are some of the things that you look for with hiring help? You know, whether it's, you know, to work on the festival, you know, work on productions, projects, like what are some of the qualities that you look for, uh, you know, for, for young creatives that can put them in a better position to win? Yeah, so uh, what I'll say what is universally true is you know, looking at how how does the position I'm hiring for, you know, match, um, you know, I, experience could be great, right? But, um, you know, more directly, you know, if I'm hiring for a role, has somebody done that before? That's all well and good. But, all, but you know, looking deeper than that, it, 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 do they have other, do they have other experience having done other jobs that demonstrate their ability to do that. So for instance, if it's a it's a if it's a highly technical role, right? Even if they haven't done that role before, do they do they have a history of demonstrating a technical proficiency and an affluency? If this is a role that is um, you know, very sort of people facing, customer service facing, right? Do they have a work history or or even a volunteer history that demonstrates that, you know, aptitude for you know, being able to interact with people in a, in a positive and professional way. Is this a role that is more about keeping track of a lot of information uh, and a lot of moving parts and it's very detail oriented, right? So thinking about it sort of elementally um, in that way, I think a certain part of this too is like, just, you know, does this person, uh, I, I remember w watching an interview with, uh, with Tom Hanks and he talked about, you know, how somebody is in the hang, meaning just like, What's it kind of like just person to person to interact with? Like, is, is, it, is it pleasant to interact with this person? Um, is it uncomfortable? Like, that's, 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 again, when we talk about the soft skills part of it, it's not to say people have to be charming and entertaining and, you know, larger than life, but is it just, you know, is this a nice interaction? Uh, because if not, well, then that's something a little bit to work on, right? Um, because people, you know, especially in a high-stress situation, 
They want to be able to, you know, be with people who they can count on, who they can rely on, who are pleasant to interact with, uh, especially, you know, you know, in, in, in my line of work, you know, particularly say during the film festival, we'll have eight, 10, 12 hour days where stress can be high. That's, that's on the low end of a film production day. That's going to be 10, 12, 14 hours or more. And so if you're spending that much time with people, it should be somebody you want to spend some time with, you know, um, and that, and that you can, there's not going to be a lot of friction in developing a positive rapport, uh, and knowing that, uh, you can count on what they're doing and they're looking out for you. Uh, I mean, that's part of, again, why the relationship component is, is so, is so important. And so that's just a little bit of sense of like how I think about it from a, you know, their experience to the fit of that position. And then true, just like at large, are they going to get along with the people they're going to be working with? Is that going to click? Like, that's something I think about and, you know, and look at because that's going to be important. And it's not to say that that's a one size fit all fits all. Um, <clears throat> but, but yeah, there is, there is a little bit of that of like, are people being forthright with who they are or are they kind of being a little, you know, holding some things back and I don't really get a sense of who they are, you know? Um, so that's, that, that's across, those are things that are true across the board, regardless of the position I'm, I'm hiring for. Absolutely. And, uh, a couple more questions before I, before I get you out of here. One thing that you did bring up that I love the fact that you brought up was the fact that, man, this stuff is work. <laughs> you know, you had, you had, there's definitely yeah. a lot of spaces where it's going to be a high level of stress and it's going to be. Yeah. Um, a bunch going on, extremely long work days. I think for a lot of people on the outside looking in, they look at, okay, you guys are just creatives. You just, you're working in the arts and, you know, eh, you know, anybody can do that. It's so easy. The only thing you have to do is, no, <laughs> this is, yeah. there's a lot of hard work, you know, everything from transportation to craft services, you know, to yeah. technical skills of people being behind the cameras um, you know, production assistants, making runs. Um, yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I think the thing is, is we, um, I think as as viewers, as consumers, as audience, you know, we have we have a misleading no. It's entertainment, right? So we have a misleading notion of how much work goes into that. You know, because we're you know on, on that side of it, we're just seeing the fun. We're just seeing the end result. We're just seeing you know, oh, this is cool, and then we we watch interviews with people on TV and, Oh, we had a great time. Blah, blah, blah. But what you're not seeing is the hundreds of people over months or even years that have, have worked hard to make this and all the evolutions and obstacles that they overcame. And, you know, it's not, it's not a straight line, um, you know, and, and the amount of, of talent, uh, but the amount, you know, these, these are ultimately still people, right? So there's going to, there's going to tend to be, times where things get a little harder and that's when again they want to you know need to be able to rely on the folks around them to be able to professionally and productively get through that and uh you know i you know not not too dissimilar from like we if we all go out to eat you know it's all well and nice but we don't tend to stop and think about how much hard work is going on in that kitchen and how much hard work was happening earlier that day before the restaurant even opened, much less needing to clear and bust off the bus, the tables and now get us out of the way and bring in the next party. I mean, that's a little microcosm of an example of what it takes to be, you know, be making a, you know, film TV production, so much work, so much that falls into place so much that has to, you know, and it's a lot of money at stake too, you know, film production, 
can easily, you know, be costing three to $5,000 a minute, a minute. Um, and so, you know, that, that time is precious and that money is gets spent very fast because it's a coordination of, you know, hundreds of people and millions of dollars worth of equipment and locations and facilities and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's when things get very real, very fast, right? When there's that much pressure, um, that much, uh, on the line and at stake, uh, it's not all just fun and games and red carpets and premieres and, you know, uh, you know, that's the reward at the end of what is a very long, uh, you know, journey. Absolutely. And I, and I mentioned before, uh, you know, cinema is in some sense, you know, a 20 week cheat code, you know, that gives you a, a heads up and, and sort of like cliff, no, a cliff notes version of a lot of the different things that you need to know getting into television and film. But it's, not, it's definitely not like, OK. You go through cinema, you don't have to go to school, you have to worry about, you know, continuing to learn or educate right. yourself. You can just jump right in and have a career in television and film. No, it is an ongoing process. Yeah, you can easily leave out of this and make your way into film school or, you know, just some other sort of trade school. Um, you know, Chris, one of the things that I really want you to speak on is, you know, how much things are constantly evolving and changing in so many different departments. Uh, when it comes to cameras being upgraded. You know, at one point in time, it was only about film, then it went to digital, and it's a little bit of both. Um, right. You know, technology, when it comes to audio, you know, AI, right. uh, there's always a need to make sure you're sharpening your tool. Even if you're out of school, there's all, you need to be watching YouTube videos. There, talk, Speak about that and just how yeah, yeah. important it is to just continuously educate yourself and, and make yourself better to stay competitive in this workforce. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the truth is, is that film has always been changing since it started. Um, the difference is that change happens now faster and more frequently. And then the output, you know, at first film was always for the theater and only for the theater. And then the idea of now and then television and then internet and then, now we're talking virtual reality. Now we're talking about gaming. So this now, now there's both a convergence of technologies that are involved in a con and then a kind of a spreading of outputs where these different skills and, and products can end up going. And so, you know, uh, you know, now there's, you know, volumetric capture and, 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 and virtual reality and, um, you know, and there's, you know, even how stages are being used with, you know, these virtual backgrounds and, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole other evolution of how people were selectively using blue screen or green screen, you know, type stuff. And then doing that afterwards, now these things are happening more, you know, actually in real time on set um, with these, you know, you know, and, and, and we're watching more and more production being made that way. So, you know, it, it's, it's getting, it's the change is becoming faster. Um, the, the, uh, the, the possibilities are now getting, even larger um and and i'll also say like even the companies who are involved i mean um you know the number the the largest spenders of, of making film and television uh today weren't doing any of that 20 years ago right you, you weren't having netflix and apple and amazon uh making content 20 years ago that are now you know some of the biggest you know spenders of content um and, and so that's another element that's also changing as you also have studios like, you know, Warner Brothers now, you know, being purchased by Discovery and things like that. So it's like you, you not only need to 
have a little bit of sense of the evolution of the storytelling techniques uh, or an evolution of the different ways people are telling stories, different places people are telling stories, um, but also what's kind of happening at that level to an extent because that ends up, you know, uh, influencing and evolving what happens for the years that follow it, right? So, um, so there's always a need to be be up on the on the latest. Uh, it's not to say you've got to know everything about everything, um, but but ultimately the humility of going, I might have some skills that I can use today, but those skills need to stay fresh and stay evolved, and I need to um, always be looking. Uh, looking at what is going to either help me tell a better story, is going to help me uh, stretch the budget further, is going to help me be able to do things faster, um, do things more efficiently, you know, what have you. Um, that I mean, ultimately, um, it's about making a, a, a better product. So like, you know, the, the purist in me likes to think about making better art, but at the end of the day, um, it is an industry. It's not just an art form. So it's it's an art form that is industrialized, right? So, um, so it's it is it is about hitting both of those things, making making something that it reaches audiences in a better, more in, you know innovative, profound, you know provocative way. But it's also about you know hitting business goals too, right? Um, and that's true even down to the department level and down to that individual position level uh, about being able to be more effective and more cost effective and that kind of stuff too so absolutely absolutely and as we come to a close man i would love for you to um give us some information man the uh atlanta film society um amazing organization has been around for a very very long time um uh one of the one of the great nonprofits that we have in the city uh tell us tell us a little bit about you know, the film society and how people could, you know, get involved, get engaged and show their support for yes. what you guys do. Yeah. So as, as you mentioned earlier, we just wrapped up the 2023 Atlanta Film Festival. We're already working on the 2024 Atlanta Film Festival and have our call for entries open. We've got a number of different classes and workshops that we're going to be rolling out over the summer and fall, um, as well as different film series and filmmaking programs. And so all kinds of different stuff uh depending on folks interests um and then we hold you know free networking education events every every month as well so for information more information on all those things and more folks can check us out on atlantafilmsociety.org uh follow us on all the social media channels and and sign up for our email list that's always the best way to kind of keep up with what we're doing absolutely you could also go to atlantafilmsociety.org to see information on cinema and uh, all the great things we have going on with the Cinema Progress uh, Project as we're start, uh, working our way to be prepared for our next cohort. As I mentioned, we have uh, Chris Escobar here as our guest today, Executive Director of the Atlanta Film Society, um, the the you know the home base you know for the world famous Academy Award qualifying. Atlanta Film Festival. Um, you know, just an amazing thing, man. Appreciate you making for some time today. Very, very busy, man. Uh, you made time today to go ahead and jump on the podcast. Definitely appreciate you, brother. Likewise. Thank you so much.